Coming up, how can you use video to generate actual results? And should you even bother in a B2B setting? I talk all this through with Ed Lawrence. This is Marketed Not Live, the show that dives deeper into the ideas, philosophies and strategies of the best marketing minds. Here's your host, Biz Paul. Welcome back to Marketed Not Live, the official podcast of the Marketed family of events that includes our live event in September 2021, Marketed Light, our online marketing education platform, and a whole series of extras coming your way very soon. I'm your host, Biz Paul, and together we're going to navigate the ever-changing world of marketing by talking to some fantastic people, uh, which is just basically a chat, really. Uh, Now, I like to think of this show as well, an attempt to at least try and sound clever. Uh, You will totally be the judge of that, not me. Uh, And really, the impressive knowledge comes from other people. Now, before we go any further, can I just give a big shout out to Captivate, our podcast sponsor? Because Captivate is the world's only growth-oriented podcast hosting platform. And frankly, It's an absolute pleasure to work with a team who just seem to smash it out the park with their functionality like there is no tomorrow. They are always iterating this product. It's absolutely fantastic. Whether it's IAB approved analytics or marketing tools for your podcast, it's really ace. And uh, it lets us see much more about how this podcast is performing, whether it's actually worth us doing it at all. So if you're thinking about doing a podcast, then I only recommend Captivate as your hosting platform of choice. Go and check them out at Captivate.fm. Now, today we're talking about video and video is, of course, one of these uh, media types, one of these uh, channels, I guess, um, that people are all over at the moment, whether it's live streaming Uh, on Instagram or whether it's doing a video for YouTube or LinkedIn, whether you're dancing to something on TikTok. People just talk about video constantly. And I think the common view is that video is the most preferred format for any content that you produce. And some people say that on social media in particular, the algorithms, because it's all about the algorithms, isn't it? The algorithms prefer video and that's what they should do. And I'll be honest, that's what my understanding was based on what people have told me, the research that I've done. I've done lots of training stuff on on video. It's all about video. But what I find quite interesting about today's conversation with Ed Lawrence is that that's not necessarily his belief. Now, Having listened to past episodes of the Marketed Not Live podcast, I'll be honest, I've kind of started to get a bit bored of my own voice. And uh, I think really what you want to hear from is the expert, not not me and my view. I love video. I think it's great. If you've ever bought a ticket to any one of our events, you'll know that I send a video out as a personal thank you uh, and also send them for Christmas cards and the odd random thing. So I love video. But I think the important thing, whatever you choose to do in marketing, it's really the return on investment, the results that you're in it for. So if it's not doing that, then uh, what's the point really? So without sort of getting into my head, let's get into Ed's head and listen to what he's got to say. Here's my interview with Ed Lawrence. 
Ed Lawrence is a video marketer who's produced over 10,000 videos for businesses in the UK. In January 2019, he set a goal to release three videos a week to his YouTube channel to teach people how to write, produce, present, promote, and edit videos so he can help more people take advantage of video. Ed also writes about video marketing for Social Media Examiner. He presents and produces videos and courses for the Influencer Marketing Hub, manages his girlfriend's online business, and owns a small animation business that helps YouTubers get more likes, subscribers, comments, and link clicks with call to action animations. He also has another YouTube channel that documents the journey of this business, showing people how to outsource plan, create branding, marketing, work with affiliates, and much, much more. We're really pleased to have him on the show. Ed Lawrence, welcome to Marketing Not Live. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, let's start with, uh, well, just get on with video, really, in terms of um, why why work with, with video? What, uh, what allure does video have for you? For me personally, or for the anyone out there who's thinking you, about using for video? For you. For me, it is a chance to differentiate. So I use it for myself a lot where I'm in front of the camera talking. And it's a great way for me to build rapport with viewers and a relationship in a digital way that you simply can't do unless you're actually in a room sort of one-on-one -on -one with people. Now, the only downside is I don't really build a relationship with them as much as they build a relationship with me. Um, but in a business sense, of course, that still has its benefits. So that's what I've always found video to be the best it, it, the best at. It's like a personality amplifier. And it's very powerful at helping people bond with you and trust you. Interesting. Okay. So um, just thinking about where we are with society right, right now um, in a pandemic uh, with people not being able to meet in person, would you say that video is helpful in terms of maybe replacing some of that personal one-on-one -on -one connection? Yeah, I, I would. It kind of depends on your job role. So I've got friends in sales who right now are annoyed because although they're doing well, they're like, I can't go and meet my clients. And in a sales position, they want to go in, they want to use all their sales techniques, they want to you know, mimic body language, they want to do all of the things that you do with body language one-on-one, -on -one, which you can't really do so much with video. So for them, it's a problem. However, from maybe a more marketing point of view that isn't just trying to close, but just the start of a relationship, then it's a really good way of getting things done. So it really depends on what you do and how important to what it is you do that one-on-one -on -one contact is, but it can definitely replace it to a point. Okay. And you mentioned the sort of customer journey there, the buying cycle and all the rest of it. So would you, do you think that video is more important at the beginning of that process then? Hmm. <laughs> so it really depends looking at your funnel and the systems and processes you have at that stage. So for most people, video is probably its least effective for awareness unless they have a long-term mindset, which is fine. But a, a lot of people struggle to get that mindset. And again, if you're in marketing and your boss is asking for results after a few months, video is going to get the same result as everything else. Not a huge deal. If you want quick results with it, then using it as a sales tool or a tool to help convert leads that have already come in, or even as a tool to keep building personal relationships with your existing key accounts to try and get them to spend more or upsell, that's where you're going to get a much faster result with it. 
So again, it it goes down to your marketing strategy and how you want to use it. And there isn't really a best use. It's more looking at how you, at your business and the problems you need to solve using video first and then work out how to get a result of it from there. So it's just a tool in your armory, really. It's not it's it's not the elixir, the silver bullet that's going to solve all your marketing problems. You're just saying it's a it's a tool that, that fits into the funnel. It, it's, at whatever stage you're at you know at the end of the day it's it could be this, this it could have the same effect as a paragraph on your website in some cases where it just fills in a gap of communication but whereas a, a paragraph is just text this can be a person that delivers it that sort of shows you behind the business and helps to build some relationships so it like you said it, it is a weapon but you need to know how to use it right okay that's, I think that's really interesting because uh, a lot of people will talk about video in a very positive way in a, this is going to solve all your problems. If you do video, do this, uh, do live streaming. This is what's going to happen. Oh, it's interactive. And what you're saying is, is that that's, that's not necessarily the case. It's, it's it's how it's how you use it that, that is more important than the fact that you are using it at all. Yeah, I mean, I, the first thing to do if anyone tells you that video is that all that and amazing is challenge them and ask them why and try to see some proof, because many people misuse it. And in fact, I'd say it's rare that people get the results they are told about with video because I actually track some of these stats back. So the stats that you see continually put on websites like videos help to increase conversions by eighty four percent. Go back to 2004. That was the first posting of that stat, which is one of the most quoted stats online for video marketing effectiveness. And it's that old. And it just gets regurgitated. So a lot of people talk about video as if they do know a lot about it. But until you've tested it on every platform and for different uses, you're not really in the best position to comment on it. So a lot of people say video is great. And when I ask them why, they often don't know. Um, and it's just repeating what's being said. So it's not a silver bullet by any means. It does require stress, strategy and education and you know measurement in the same way that all marketing does. So it's really no different to anything else. Sure. Okay. Well, then let's dive deeper into that because I am all for uh, challenge misconceptions. I I detest the echo chamber of of marketing, particularly where people are regurgitating the same old stuff that they've just heard somewhere else and thought, well, I need to, to, to do it. So, so I'm interested in this, in, in, how, in how we maybe bust some myths for want of a better expression. So people say, if I'm going to use social media, I should be creating video because video outperforms all other, um, uh, all other content types on these platforms. So, you know, if you're using Facebook, you need to do a video for Facebook. If you're doing LinkedIn now, you need to do a video for LinkedIn. And we see lots of people try and create videos just to get that end result. Is that the case? No. <laughs> Why not? Um, look, it, it is and it isn't. For, for, it, it depends on so many factors. So let's start if you are B2B um, and you have a service and it requires, you know, let's say it's, it's a £20,000 a month investment. Are people going to buy from you posting videos on social media? No, because they really need a lot more answers. So you would use video as a way to try and drive them towards contacting you and so on. 
which of course could be a very long-term process. In the B2C environment, to give you an example, I put a video on LinkedIn the other day that was just a promo for some animations that I make. They're not expensive at all. It's like a tenner. It got 127 views, nothing, but eight people bought from it. So from a conversion point of view, it was fantastic. It went to the right audience. And unfortunately, what you hear a lot about video is the B to C side of things. So it can be very powerful for generating instant sales for products. But on the B to B side, it's a very slow process a lot of the time because you know B two B products are often very complex, especially if you're you know uh, selling marketing as a service. So you can use video to educate, and the idea is you make it as engaging as you possibly can to then build relationships with people and keep them watching. But actually, how many videos do you watch, say on LinkedIn, that are interesting, or how many videos do you stick around to at the end? And what mm. has happened is. There's been a lot of B2C data thrown into B2B world and people are quoting stats and pushing video where it's not necessarily wrong to push it, but there could be more effective forms of communication. Now, you you said uh, at the start of this question, you mentioned people say it's the best uh, form of communication on social media, where the way I look at it is it's not consistency of how you can uh, and consistency of communication is the best way to communicate on social media, how you do it could be mixed media. Now, I use video a lot because I make a lot of videos, but actually on LinkedIn, I see far more success with written posts than I do videos. And you might be sitting there thinking, well, maybe your videos suck, <laughs> but the same video <laughs> will do amazing on YouTube. It might be a slightly different audience, but I for one don't believe that video is the answer to everyone's problems or the best type of content for every social media platform. Um, especially not Facebook. I don't know enough about Facebook, but I kind of gave in on it because without paying, you know, three views, is it worth the effort? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, okay. So, so I think it's relatively straightforward to say, well, if you're selling to a consumer, the, the journey is shorter. You yeah. know, we can all swipe up, buy, boom. And it also makes sense to say, if you are selling a big, service contract they're not going to buy off one video is there any logic or or evidence to say uh even in that long sale that videos will help guide people further down that that road to signing the contract or do you think that once they've reached out and and made that initial contact and they've got a relationship with somebody in that business that that just takes over and that videos aren't going to do much. Yeah. So that's, that, that is the way to look at it. Like you just said, using video to almost systematize a part of your business that you would like to be personal, but it almost can't be to then push people towards more of a personal connection. So, you know, it's obvious that you can make sales with video for products because if you're buying let's say something that's super visual, uh, even like an iPhone or a new phone, people watch reviews and so on. And it's a visual thing that they need to look at first before they buy. So that's kind yeah. of a given. When it comes to B2B, um, I can't think of a time I've bought anything as a result of a video. Um, can you? <laughs> but I mean, like, well, no, but, but I'm thinking, what about this idea that uh, people want to see the behind the scenes. That's that's a phrase that people trot out a lot, isn't it? You know, I'm going to create some behind the scenes content and that's going mm. to show people who we are as a business. 
does that does that do anything again do you want to watch that um it, it really depends on the business so let's say you're a barber's you might have some interesting stuff going on throughout the day you can show off your culture the average insurance company where people are sitting at desks where really not a huge deal happens why would you show that you know who's who's really interested in that part what you can do to show behind the scenes is get the people of the company in front of the camera giving educational content and advice to then give an idea of the culture and so on but when it comes to sort of behind the scenes videos just showing people what the company looks like, which is actually something that a lot of people request, it holds pretty much no value with the average viewer. Um, but again, it's business dependent. But I'd say for a lot of companies, it's, it's not the best use of video. Okay. So there's kind of this almost, uh, I almost want to say formula that is sort of out there in marketing circles, oh, this is just my opinion anyway, mm. that, that says, you know, do this type of content, do this type of content, show this, show your personality, think, things like this. And to be honest, I quite like the fact that you're saying <laughs> that's just bollocks, well, really. you kind of got to uh, think and, about it, you know, you just got to think, would I want to watch this? Would I, would I care? And often when you ask that question, the answer is no. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> or am I just too so, negative? So, well, no, but I think I think it's good to get a reality check on this because I'm very much uh, of the view that that the, the same old stuff that people say, we do need to look at this stuff and say, is this is this really the case? Is this really the case that that people want this, or or are we just hearing it from somewhere else? And it's and, you know it's been said by I don't know Seth Godin once, and then it's been filtered down and, and changed into completely something else uh, 14 years later, as you suggest. Mm. So. Um, I think it's it's good to think in 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 that way. Uh, is there is there anything that that you think in that sort of B two B process? What what are the where, where does video become strongest? So video becomes strongest. I'd say for the average B two B company, the best ever use of video I've ever seen is making a video for one person, because. Um, okay. Unless you've got a very, very strong marketing strategy that already worked without video. So let's say you're using paid ads um, and you've tested it and you've got your audiences built up on Facebook and you really know what you're doing and you start testing and measuring video amongst it. Unless you have that, most people don't and they don't know how to measure the effectiveness of video. So where yeah. you see the results, because people can measure it, is let me give you an example. Uh, to get into Social Media Examiner, I sent them a video pitch, pitching my article, which I was just me talking to the editor. I researched her. I'd looked at her Twitter. I knew what her sense of humor and her personality was all about. And I sent her this really playful video, basically saying, this is what I want to write about and sort of kind of let me in, um, which worked. And originally they'd rejected my proposal when I sent the video. That then opened the door to the next conversation. So a lot of people are really focused on mass. It's like, how can we get as many clients as possible? And what that does is you blast your video out to a wide audience and it just gets lost in the noise. Whereas if you turn around and use video and go like, this is one person and they're so used to mass communication, let's just make them feel like a superstar with one video, like a VIP, where we're reaching out to them. We're saying, you know, we're, we're addressing the problem they might have. We're introducing ourselves and showing them solution, mixing it up with some testimonial videos and then asking straight out, you know, let's have a chat and let's see how we can help with X, Y and Z. And that then flips video, because if you've got the information and you know that that person could be worth 100 grand a year, you're much better using video and time and effort into that because you can measure it straight away. 
you can see they've watched it. If you use a platform like Wistia, you can see exactly how much they've watched it. And when I make them, they often get watched 13, 14 times, sent around the offices. I made one recently for a client because they, they had a really cool like marketing strategy that I thought was going to work. And I was like, I don't want to lose this. So I pitched to them in this way. They then sent it to their clients. We got three inquiries from their clients because they were so impressed with the way that someone had actually gone for an individual approach rather than this mass approach. Yeah. So for business to business, that's what I think a lot of people should be looking at, making just the people they care about feel special because the results are obvious. I actually really agree with you on on that. We do something very similar. One of our partners is Bonjoro, and we use that to uh, send videos for um, if someone buys a ticket, we will thank them via via video. And the the, the idea is, as you say, it's it's not scalable, is it? That so, from a psychological point of view, the sort of effort to meaning ratio is quite is is, is it's it's quite. I don't know what the right word is, whether it's low or high, whatever it is. But the, the impression that that person gets, as you say, is this has been created for me. The effort that's gone into it for me is quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's not just something that I'm saying, hey, I'm doing a live video here that I'd love a thousand people to see. But in reality, three people are watching. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the, at the end of the day, LinkedIn class a video view pretty much the second the video opens and you know facebook right. similar so the metrics they give you anyway are always distorted so it might say a thousand views but really you know facebook gives you the engagement stats i'm not sure if linkedin does now or not um, i haven't had a look for a while but you can't really be sure how effective that content is and then you know with linkedin pods and people who are bored on the social yeah. media and don't have much better to do with their time sometimes there's just pointless comments which can trick people into thinking it's working so yeah. The, the toughest thing for people in marketing is to know how effective their video is. And let's face it, it's, it's to know how effective most of their marketing is. And digital has made it so good, you know, at tracking different elements, but you still can never watch a video and go, I know that one video out of our thing of 10 had the biggest impact on this person that caused, made them call us. Whereas if you scale it back to a really simplified approach that requires no marketing strategy other than email to one person, um, you can find a result. And what you'll find is when people start doing that and starting at that level, they then build the confidence to use more video. And um, I always look at it as a way, it's like, if you wanna build awareness, go for conversion first, work out how to use video to convert the leads you already get and build relationships with them. So that starts to pay for the video because you obviously need a lot of content and then repurpose that content to put out on social and other platforms to build awareness because the return of that is getting, you're getting it, you're getting obvious return from lead conversion, which you can then fund awareness, which is the longer term project. Because sadly, most people will give in with video because it is a lot harder to make than they think. And it often is a lot more work because it isn't the magic bullet. It's always sold as. Right. Yeah, well, I agree on that one. Um, so, okay, so where does something like YouTube fit into to this then because there's a lot more talk these days about businesses make you know taking more advantage of of youtube and if we're sort of saying that maybe for social media it's it's not quite as uh great a result as as one might think what do you think what about youtube then what about businesses using youtube well i think you've got to look at what's happening right now look at instagram if you're using instagram are you scared that you know reels has just taken pole position which is fine 
but also the shopping tab has popped up next to it. At what point mm. is Instagram going to finally become a full-on shopping app where you're just scrolling for things that you buy? And what point are they going to start like they kind of do um, on YouTube a bit or is rumored to? At what point are they going to start pushing things that can make them money more than regular content? It's the same with <laughs> Facebook. You know, I think the plan is there is to turn it into a, a one-stop shop. And again, on like LinkedIn recently, a lot of people have started moaning that there's been a big drop in reach. Um, I personally haven't seen actually. For me, it's gone the other way. But um, I kind of was disheartened with LinkedIn a while ago when I realized just how active pods were. And I was constantly getting pushed this sort of awful content that I was like, why is this so popular? It's hundreds of comments. And they all said the same thing you know, great post or I totally agree and they were never really relevant. So I said, I thought to myself, look, for me, social media is very hands-on. You make a video, in a, in a really good case scenario, a week later, it still might be doing the rounds. On somewhere like Instagram, people can go back through your page and, and look through it. On LinkedIn, it's a yeah. lot harder to do that. Uh, and on Facebook, obviously, organic reach is, isn't, is sadly gone. So for our own business and for many businesses, it makes more sense to go on YouTube, especially if you want to use video. So firstly, everyone says that no one reads anything anymore. And it's simply not true because everyone are reading videos with subtitles on LinkedIn and Facebook because they don't want to watch a video. So straight away, you lose the impactfulness of video. You know, at the end of the day, why, I, I don't see why I would sit there and read subtitles at a pace that is delivered a lot slower to me then I can read an article because I can read yeah. an article like that. I don't want to have to wait three minutes for the for you know typos and things to pop up in subtitles. So video on YouTube, it, YouTube is a video specific platform. That's it. You know, it doesn't have the same sort of timeline, and the algorithm's completely different. So if I make a video for YouTube, I made one a few years ago, and you know it just picks up three hundred views a month. It's got fifteen hundred views, uh, uh, one hundred fifty thousand views now, and it brings in subscribers. So content doesn't just die when you post it. And that means that it's less expensive because you don't have to keep refreshing, although you should because that's how you grow a channel. So for businesses, they could look at it as search. So it's it's just like Google in that sense. You rank content for search. YouTube then ranks that content on Google as well. And it's a lot easier to rank a video on Google than it is a blog post. You can even take up pole position on Google now. I don't know if you've seen the huge video that sits at the top. Mm, um, mm, now, yeah. Google won't put a video there unless it thinks video is the best format for the query that is typed in. So okay. you, if you want to try and rank videos on Google, you just go to Google and see if videos are already ranking. And if they are, you stand a chance. But it's also indexing chapters. And actually, YouTube reads text in videos now, passes that information I, when I say in, I mean like that is edited into the video on the screen, passes that information to Google, mm -hmm. and then Google indexes that as well. So you've got search, which is the first thing. And that's the best way for most businesses to grow a channel because it, it's the most achievable. And you can look and go, okay, and you can find search terms that are relevant that don't have much competition. And you can rank for pretty quick and drive traffic. So one of our clients did that. There was pretty much no competition in their niche at all. Um, they sell paint. They made four videos and 
they've got UTM links set up with Sharpspring and they could see a £100,000 contract got landed as a result of their fourth video. Um, they then went on to win the home office as a result of them finding their videos on YouTube because no one else had actually answered the questions. There was just no one there in their niche. It doesn't even have to be the best content in, the, in that case. And then you've got suggested, and this is what everyone wants with social media. They want to go viral. They want you know their, 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 their video to be made and it to ping out and everyone to see it which is great. Why wouldn't you want that? But on YouTube, you still have that same opportunity and you can produce content specifically to try and get suggested views. And then of course you can target search trends too. And you can build really devout communities. And on top of that, YouTube will pay you to be there. So, you know, the argument is I don't want to put adverts on my business content and that's fine. We do because a lot of people believe that if you put ads on your YouTube videos, you're more likely to get more views because YouTube's going to push it because they need to make money. And now YouTube has introduced YouTube Shorts, which is very new. It's like TikTok, but it's currently what I would say is the biggest opportunity for reach going because YouTube are testing it. And it's like the good old days of YouTube, like when you watch YouTube shorts, it's very much like the TikTok experience where you just scroll down and a video loads and a video loads. And people with yeah. 22 subscribers are getting 4 million views on something. It's not this sort of case of you have to be a big channel to get found. It's following the TikTok algorithm, which is gives every video a new chance to go viral. So for me, YouTube has all the areas that businesses want. SEO, uh, the ability to go viral, and now... A current opportunity like TikTok to get super quick awareness, whereas social media just seems to be going the other way. And listen, I'm not saying don't use it. I, I post to social media on a regular basis, but I go YouTube first. So I make a YouTube video and then I repurpose it for LinkedIn. So I will put it into a, a frame so it becomes a square, which takes up 70, uh, like 78% more screen space. And that square has the title on. And then I post that video and I kind of leave. So it's kind of a secondary thing. But that content yeah. works for LinkedIn. But my focus is my YouTube channel. And you can make sales from it. You can build rapport with it. You can you can um, rank on search with it. And it can feed every other social media platform that you have that is potentially crashing in reach. Well, that is quite some uh, advocacy for, for YouTube. And, and I really love the way that you've you frame that in terms of that that journey that that customer is going to go on, you know, starting off with that that reach. And effectively, what you've done today is is described how you can whittle that down into becoming more and more personal as they go through that journey to the point where you're using video potentially for conversion. Um, listen, we're sort of out of time, I'm afraid, Ed. Right. But uh, that is a really insightful view and a, and a different view as well, which is what we're all about here at Marketed Live really making people think about not you know not just accepting the, the the way that people think that they should do just because they've heard it from anyone else so i really appreciate uh, the time that you've taken to kind of put that alternative view uh, across and I'm, and I'm sure that we'll get people kind of telling us what they think and um you know if you're out there and you're thinking well i disagree with what he's saying there then make sure that you tell us so that we can find <laughs> Feel out. Feel free to email me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear your opinion. How, how can people get in touch with you, Ed? Um, well, check out the YouTube channel. It's, it's Business Film Booth. Um, that is our main one. We put three videos a week about making videos, video marketing, and growing a YouTube channel. And the website is the same company, businessfilmbooth.com. Um, and then, yeah, there's contact forms and stuff. If, if you want to send me abuse, 
<laughs> we won't encourage that. We won't no, encourage that. But lively discussion is always welcome. <laughs> I don't want to be too negative on video. It's a great thing. Just think about it before you buy it because it, it it's not going to work miracles without the correct strategy. Well, amen to that. Thanks very much, Ed. <laughs> Pleasure. Thank you, Paul. That's it for another episode. Huge thanks to Ed for challenging standard thinking, my thinking, as it turns out, and for giving me another perspective. I really love it when that happens. That is what Marketed is all about. So if you want to challenge other marketers thinking and come on the podcast, please go and visit our website to register your interest and tell us what you would like to talk to me about and what you'd like to share with our audience. Because I think we're at the point now where people need to hear your view. Don't forget to check out details of all our events and activities online at marketed.live. And if you fancy it, I'd love it if you could tell your mates about what we're up to. I hope to see you on the next episode. But until then, thanks for listening. Our producer is Charlie Thacker. This is a Like Mind Media production for Marketed Live. You've been listening to the Marketed Not Live podcast. Want to go even deeper? Then book your ticket to one of our events where you'll learn more about specific ideas, strategies and practical ways to improve the results you get from your marketing activity. Visit marketed.live for what's on and how to book.